comes up. Here comes up. Y'all don't really worry like that. Yeah. Here comes up.
Christmas time, and it's so much fun to be to be talking about all things football. I mean, we got about we got about another five six weeks of football, man. You know, including the NFL playoffs and and what have you, but. Right now we're gonna talk about some college football and we're gonna be talking we're gonna be talking about the bowl season, celebration bowl, we're gonna be talking about North Dakota State and that demolition job they did over over um Sam Houston State last night in the FCS semifinals. They'll be going on to Frisco, Texas to face the winner of James Madison and South Dakota State, which are the last two teams to beat those guys beat North Dakota State. So very excited to, 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 to sit down and talk about that. Also, got some got some bowl bowl games, six bowl games today. The celebration bowl plus five others. Man, we we got a jam packed show. So let's just jump right into it, man. We're gonna jump right into the devotional like we always do, man. And this one is pretty good. It's from our friends over at In Touch Ministries. It's called Stepping Into Temptation. The scripture comes from James, from James chapter 1, verses 13 through 16. Let no one say he is tempted. I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself does not tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust. Then when lust is conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is accomplished, it brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Temptation can be defined as an inducement to evil. Three powerful forces work together to ruin a believer's character and witness. Satan, the world system, and our own lustful flesh tendencies. Being tempted isn't a sin, but yielding is. We commonly hear the expression falling into temptation. But in reality, we walk into it. One step at a time. Throughout the journey, we have a choice to stop our downward progression into this dangerous territory or to move ahead and suffer the consequences. The process starts in the mind. While it is impossible to prevent any enticing thought, we can choose how long to hold on to each one. By entertaining an idea, we take a step, another step downward into the imagination. One of the devil's greatest deceptions is to conceive us that we're experiencing the pleasures of sin in our fantasies isn't really that bad. After all, we haven't carried it out. Satan knows the power of our thoughts. By gaining this foothold, he has seized the greatest motivator of the human will, desire. Those harmless imaginations now turn into blazing passions that crave satisfaction. That's just a step away from... From uniting the desire with action At which all opposition has vanished And we give in to sin Resisting temptation becomes harder With each progressive step Begin to fight early by rejecting tempting thoughts And refusing to dwell in the promised pleasure Instead, consider sin's consequences The cost is always higher than than our fleeting enjoyment Temptation. We all got them. Just got to know how to step away from them at times, you know. 
Man, that was a good one there. We're going to take a quick session break. We'll be right back. We're going to jump right into the ball season. Y'all stay tuned.
from the tailgate crew. My name is Jermaine. The main event is in the building. Some rather, some rather, you know, breaking news is is come about uh, within the last twenty four hours. Um, there's a lot of rumor and conjecture that uh, one Rush Probst, who is the head football coach at Cockrell County High School, is uh, reportedly going to be meeting with with new Tennessee head coach Jeremy Pruitt to possibly join his join his staff, um, whether it's an offensive coordinator or the quarterbacks coach. Um, there's been a lot of speculation about that within the last, within the last 24 to 48 hours. It broke last night um, during the state championship game. Um, Rush Probes um, had his Crawford County uh, Packers go up to uh, Swanee, Georgia, and play North Gwinnett last night, and um, they lost by a last-second field goal, 1917, in probably one of the best football games I've seen in a very long time. Um, Especially on the high school level, it's probably the best high school game I've seen ever. Um, with the with the drama ebbs and flows that that game had, um, but he's also going to be going to Alabama and helping out the staff at Alabama for their playoff game against uh, for their playoff game against Clemson. So. Uh, there's a lot of speculation there as well. He may be joining. There's a lot of things that, that may be going on. Um, he may be lo- leaving Coquit for another job. He may be leaving uh, for another job in Georgia. Uh, but a lot of people are speculating who will replace him at Coquit County. One of those people, one of those names that's, that's constantly coming up is Josh Niblett, who is the coach at Hoover High School, who um, who just won? He just won his set, his sixth state championship at Hoover. He's a name that's come up. Mo Dixon's name has come up. Mo Dixon was a former head coach at 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 um, Walton High School and is the current defensive coordinator at Crawford County. So his name has also come up. Also, some other names have come up. The Joey Jones has come up. Um, a lot of other names have also come up. So there's a lot of there's a lot of speculation going on with Rush Probst, a lot of speculation going on with whether he'll take a job with Tennessee, whether he'll stay put, or so on and so forth. Very excited to see. I'm very, I'm very, I want to keep a keen ear on this because this, this is very big, not only for the state of Georgia, not only for Georgia high school football, but for college football as a whole. You're going to get a if, – if he does move on, then he will – Give give a you know college football a new face you know in terms of um, talent so and he's a bit of offensive genius as well so um, really excited to see what really excited to see what's going to happen there also man uh, congratulations to to the remaining state champions in, in Georgia. Um, Two were crowned last week, and then due to the weather, all six games were played last night. Um, congratulations to Clinch County, to uh, Blessed Trinity. Uh, Rome went back-to-back this year. Um, 
Um, oh, Hazel Charter. Big win by Hazel Charter. Lee County uh, winning at home uh, in overtime. And, of course, North Gwinnett winning their first ever state championship in football. Congratulations to all the state champions, um, Calhoun last week, and also uh, Eagles Landing Christian Academy. Um, very excited. Um, high school football season is coming to a close rapidly. Uh, semifinals tonight in Texas. Um, you got, you still got about, you still got 12 games to go in, in the state of Texas, you know, after this weekend. But, again, just so excited to talk about football, man. And and um, one of the things that one – one of the games that, that, that I'm really – that I'm really looking forward to is the Celebration Bowl. And that's the uh, bowl game between the uh, the Swack and the Miak. Uh, it's also going to um, determine the, the black national champion. And I'm so excited to see this game. And uh, it's a swack in the MEAC. It's, uh, it's two teams with 11 wins. Um, I want to say that they're both 11 and 0. Well, 11 and well, Grambling's 11 and 1. Um, North Carolina A&T uh, looking to be the first MEAC team to go undefeated in the season. Um, these are guys these are guys, these are two teams with storied histories, not only storied histories but great but great offenses, great defenses, and North Carolina A and T eleven and oh they beat they beat Kent State last year in twenty sixteen, they beat UNC Charlotte this year. Um, so, they are undefeated. Grambling, one loss. One loss to Tulane, um, FBS school. But this is a big-time game. And two quarterbacks that can, that can just throw the ball all over the, all over the, all over the field. Uh, Lamar Reynard um, of North Carolina A&T. If you haven't seen this guy, he is a treat. He is an absolute treat to watch. Devontae Kincaid is a guy who started his career at Ole Miss, transferred out, transferred into uh, into Grambling, and has become a guy who could be a late a late draft pick. Um, I think he's still got one one year left, one more year left. So. Um, it's gonna be very. It's gonna be very. I think he's got one more year left if he's not already a senior. I think he's got one more year though. Um, two these two quarterbacks. They've gone back and forth. Um, they're both Walter Payton nominees. They both are really good quarterbacks. I mean, they're really good quarterbacks. They do things very different from each other. Devontae Kincaid's got a big arm. Lamar Reynard. He's got an arm and can also run out of the pocket. Kincaid can run a little bit, but he's more of a dedicated passer who will get out and run it when when the time wants it. But this is a great matchup of two coaches as well. 
um, Rob Broadway, who was a former coach at, at Grambling, Project Fobbs, whose father is on his coaching staff at Grambling, but they also used to, but Lee Fobbs, but um, his father used to coach North Carolina A&T, so these two, these two schools and these two coaches are intertwined by the schools that they used to coach. Well, you know, <laughs> the schools that they that they co- that they've coached in the past. I'm so excited to see this matchup. I mean, if you if you're looking for if you're looking for a fun matchup in the early bowl season, this is a game you want to look at. I mean, Rob Broadway brings <laughs> he he brings something special to. He brings something special to to college football, whether it whether it's to the HBCU scene or to the college football scene as a whole. Rob Broadway started played played at North Carolina, played defense line in North Carolina. He's won three national championships um, at the schools that he's been to: North Carolina Central, Grambling, and North Carolina A and T. I mean, this is a guy. I'm telling you, is He's a good, he's a great, great coach, you know, and he knows the swag and the meat inside and out. Um, and for Project Fobbs, you know, his father. I mean, <laughs> Fobbs played played at Grambling. His father was the head coach at North Carolina A and T for a long time. This is this is a, I mean, a lot of people say this is a matchup of ages. This is a this is a matchup. Of two, probably two of the best HBCUs teams in the last twenty years. I mean, Florida A&M spawned out some great teams. Bethune spawned out some great teams, especially the Allen Super years um, of the early of the early to mid uh, part of the early to mid part of the first decade of the century. But this is a great, great matchup. And I'm so excited to see this matchup. A lot of people picking A and T to to go undefeated. I like Grambling in this matchup because I like I like what Devontae Kincaid brings to the brings to the table. He brings a big arm. He's got he's got some receivers to throw to. So does so does North Carolina A and T. I mean, don't get me wrong. And they've got a great running game at A and T as well. But the defenses the defenses are lights out. They don't give up many points. I mean. They don't give up many points, and and I also think that you know this is the last this is the last time that the SWAC will be a part. I think I think the MIAC, I think the SWAC is coming off uh, coming out of the Celebration Bowl. Um, because I think they're going to focus more on on the playoff scene, um, because the money that the, that the playoffs are generated. So um, that's going to be that's going to be a lot of fun things to, to talk about as well. I, I'm like I said, I'm so excited to see to see this game. I'm very excited to see see other bowl games as well, especially the bowl games today. Um, a lot of people aren't talking about and one of those bowl games today is the New Orleans Bowl, North Texas and Troy. North Texas, the uh, Conference USA runner up 
they are really good. This is a really good North Texas team that could be better than they could be better than than most people think. And and this is this is one of those, this is one of those games that they could bar these teams to to better to better seasons. Especially a guy like Neil Brown, who is in his third season at at Troy, um, ten plus wins, back to back years, could be could set him up, jettison him to other jobs, to other jobs possibly in the in the next couple of years, um, other big jobs. You know, if he wants to move on to the Conference USA or the MAC, I mean, what have you. These are some really good coaches in, in this team. Seth Latrell is very young. He's a young, up-and-coming coach. Um, I think it's his second year at North Texas. Neil Brown is in his third at um, at Troy. This is a matchup of styles. Of, of, of styles. Quarterbacks um, are, are mirror images of, of, of their coaches. Neil Brown was a coach, was a quarterback. Seth Latrell was a quarterback. And their quarterbacks are mirror images of them, and I love the Detroit quarterback. He is—he's—he's he's a different guy. He's a different guy. He's very calm. He's—he's—he's he's different. Cannot wait to see that matchup. A lot of people picking. A lot of people picking North Texas in this matchup. I actually like Troy in this matchup. I like Troy in this matchup because of the Chun effect. And Jordan Chun, if you haven't seen him, he's he is a big guy. He's about he's six foot, about two thirty, about two twenty five, two thirty. Who can move? He's a he's 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 a big guy who can move. He he puts it in the mind of Adrian Peterson, um, in terms of his physicality. Now in terms of his body stature, he. In terms of body stature, he he looks really stocky because he you know he's got a lot of muscle to him. But he he's a, he's a taller back. He's six foot. You know, I, I'm I'm really excited to see what North Texas can do against the run of Troy. I know North Texas gives up. They give up a little bit. They give up some yards on the ground. And they're they're better they're better at the passing defense than they are at the run defense. And this is what's going to make this game very high scoring. Troy, very balanced offensively, very balanced defensively. Um, they give up about about four and a half, five yards of carry. Um, they don't give up too much in the air. They've got two. They got a true freshman at that corner that is probably the best corner I've seen this year, and, and that's saying a lot because I watched a lot of college football this season, and. I'm telling you, he's a ball hawk. And um, from from Montgomery, Alabama, um, this is a guy. He he can return. He can return kicks. He's uh, he's a ball hawk. I mean, he's probably gonna he's probably gonna end up developing and being a safety because he, I mean, as the season progresses, you see him getting getting bigger and bigger. So I mean, this is a guy who could be he could be a could be a safety when it when it's all said and done. I like Troy in this matchup. Like I said, I like the churn effect. 
they've got three receivers that can they got three receivers that can ball. Um, Jordan Chun can can just absolutely run the ball, run all over everybody. And their quarterback is just he he's a he's a dime a dozen, and he again just like Devontae King Case, he may be a late he may be a late draft pick. Or or going to a free agent because this is a guy who can play. These are two guys who can play, and they didn't get me. You know, Devontae Kincaid started off at Ole Miss, um, left the team, ended up at Grambling. This is what you get. Um, the Troy quarterback, he only had one offer, and that was to Middle, but he decided to, he decided to go to Troy after Troy offered it at the last at the midnight hour. So. You know, it's, a, it's another good game here. Um, I, like I said, I like Troy in this game. I think the running game of Troy will be the difference. This is a, that's a 1 o'clock game. Um, the Celebration Bowl is at noon on ABC. Uh, the New Orleans Bowl is at 1 o'clock on ESPN. And the 2.30 game, the, the Cure Bowl uh, down in Orlando, Western Kentucky, Georgia State. Georgia State much improved from last year. Um <laughs> much improved from last year. Western Kentucky, uh, had, they haven't misstepped since uh, since losing Jeff Brom uh, to Purdue, uh, bringing in <laughs> bringing in a new head coach. Same offense, same same everything. Um, watched Georgia State a couple times. I like that quarterback. The quarterback is. <laughs> The quarterback is a hard-nosed quarterback. He kind of reminds me a lot of he. He reminds me of a Jim Harbaugh in, in a sense. Um, not that great of a talent, but yeah. And I can remember Jim Harbaugh when I was when I was younger. I, I am dating myself when I say that, but Jim Harbaugh when he was younger, he was talented, but he he didn't have. All the tools. He didn't have the big arm. He didn't have he didn't have much speed. But what he was, he was just a great game manager, and he can and he can he can manage the game. So that there's the difference that you have there. Now I'm looking at Western Kentucky and the Georgia State team. Can Georgia State stop the pass? I, I don't think they can. Can Western Kentucky stop the passes of the state? I think they can. I think the, the secondary is a little bit better than, than Georgia State. Uh, Georgia State likes to be balanced. Western Kentucky likes to be balanced. Like, they like to throw the ball 60-40. Uh, but they do make a run to to throw you off. So, I like Western Kentucky in this game because I think they have the better quarterback. He's a younger quarterback than what they've had in the last couple of years. But the defense carries the day for them. Nick Holt and that and that defense that he has is just lights out. They're lights out, and um, I like their defense. I I like the defense. Nick Holt left the defense there at Western Kentucky, and. Um, when he moved on, so this is this is a good good matchup. It's a matchup of styles. 
both teams like to throw the ball. Both teams like to run the ball. Both teams like to like to play hard nose defense. Both teams like to, they like to blitz a lot. So you're going to see some pressure off the edges from both sides. But I like Western Kentucky. I think Western Kentucky has the better group of talent. Georgia State is about a year away talent-wise. They're starting to get better and better. They're starting to recruit the state. They're starting to recruit the city of Atlanta a lot better, especially Gwinnett and Cobb counties, where a lot of the talent is. Um, I think another. I think another. Another thing is, you know, as the as the facilities get better, you know, Georgia State has their own own has their own stadium now. Uh, they they are. They're moving a lot. Of, they got some of the campus uh, over there as well, over there by the ten. So you, you look at you look at Georgia State, which is in downtown Atlanta, and you look at the other schools, the Georgia Southerns, the UGAs, and Georgia Techs. They're more established from that standpoint because they they've, they've been playing football longer, but. Georgia State is starting to pick up the pace. They've beaten Georgia State. They've beaten Georgia Southern the last two years. Um, starting to gain momentum in, in their recruiting. And that's a good thing from a competition standpoint. Um, and also, you won't be getting bottom feeders either. You I mean, you'll be getting the three, you'll be getting some of the three and four star guys who I don't want to say don't qualify or. You know they just want to stay home, and but they don't want to play for Georgia Tech. They don't want to play. They don't want to play for Georgia Tech. They don't want to go over to to uh, Athens and play at UGA. This gives them a chance to play, like I said, play at home, play in their backyard at Georgia State. So, um, Georgia State again. This is a big time. It's a big time matchup for them in regards to in regards to recruiting and. They're in Florida. They're in Orlando. This gives them a chance to recruit Florida as well. I mean, they've recruited Florida pretty well. They've gotten a couple of three-star athletes. They've gotten a couple of guys from Florida to come up to play in Georgia, in, at Georgia State. So it's a good time to to branch out and to make themselves um, to make their names better. I, I like I like the matchup. I, I like I like the matchup with them in Western Kentucky. Again, I think Western Kentucky is going to take this game. Gonna be very, very close though. Very close. Boise <laughs> later on today. That game's on CBS uh, Sports Network. If you if you are interested in watching that game, the other game in, as part of that doubleheader, as part of the tripleheader on on a, doubleheader on ABC, uh, the Las Vegas Bowl, Boise State, Oregon, Boise State. To me, I actually like Boise State in this matchup. Um, so much turnover at Oregon. So much turnover. Um, it, it's getting kind of crazy there. You know, Mario Cristobal is the new head coach at Oregon. Um, they took the interim tag off of him when Willie Taggart left to go to um, go to Florida State. You know, shout out to my man Tony Milford. He called that one. 
Um, he actually called that one to a T, and um, I, I didn't think that Willie Taggart would have left um, left Oregon because they're putting together a, a big time, big time, big time class, uh, and uh, they were getting a lot of kids, a lot of a lot of the SoCal kids, and uh, and they were getting a lot of the home state kids as well. In that in that class, and then they had like I think they had like twenty one in their class for this year, and like eight of them were gonna be uh, January enrollees. Now some of those guys have have flipped their commitments. They've they've uh, reopened their they reopened their recruiting, and this this is what happens when you, when you, when a coach leaves. And unfortunately for 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 Oregon. You know they go eight and four this year. I'm sorry, seven and five this year. I mean, which is a much better crowd than going four and eight like they did in the last year under Helfrich. So, where does Oregon go from here with Mario Cristobal? <laughs> this is why. I, this is why. This is this is a horrible hire for for Oregon. Mario Cristobal couldn't even win at Florida, Florida International. Not that he's not win at Florida International, but he couldn't even recruit at Florida International. He couldn't he couldn't do anything at Florida International except go one and eleven, one and eleven, and one and two and ten, I think. So this is a guy who. Yeah, he, he comes from good pedigree, graduated, went to Miami, graduated from Miami, has a couple of national championships, whatever, whatever. Was he ready for the big time head coaching-wise? No. Florida International, were they were they ready to to become that team? No. But what Florida International lacks, lacked at that time, they don't lack now. So, where do we go from here? Does Mario, does, does, does Cristobal, does he grow from that? Him being the offensive coordinator at Oregon, does he, is he growing into being a head coach, being a better head coach? You would hope so this time around. And it was just hope that it was because you would hope that things didn't work out for him at Florida National because of the limited resources that he had, this, that, and the third. He has no excuse at Oregon. So Oregon has to give him a chance. They didn't want to go on this, this wild search, you know, for a new head coach. They just hired from within, and yeah, could you have gotten somebody else? Yeah, you could have gotten somebody else. You definitely could have got somebody else. You could, I mean, you could have got a Casey Killer from San Houston State. You could have got, um, I mean, you could have got office coordinator at uh. At Boise, who, who who's really looking for a job, 
Uh, lastly, who's putting who put together a pretty good offense at Connecticut. He's got a quarterback coming in from Crawford County that's going to be a January enrollee. The Crawford County quarterback um, can't can't pronounce his last name, so I'm not even going to try it. He's number eight. Um, <laughs> he's number eight for Crawford County. Um, played last night. Um, pretty good quarterback. Um, but I like I like boys in this matchup. Brett Ripon. Those two running backs, the tight ends, and the and and the receivers that they have at Boise, and plus that that defense, which is which is our top fifteen nationally defense, that's a good defense, just really good defense. Um, I would have thought they would have went to the to the Liberty Bowl, but Liberty Bowls got new got new tight ends this year. Going to the Las Vegas Bowl, playing Oregon. They've beaten Oregon the last two times they played. This is a good matchup. And it's also a matchup of contention as well because these two teams really don't like each other, to be honest with you. Neighboring states, not far apart from each other. Um, Boise is not far from Eugene. So um, I think it's like a – it's like a 125, 130 mile, 140 mile um, drive between the two schools. So this is this is pretty much a backyard rivalry of sorts. And like I said, these two they really don't like each other. They really don't. I mean, for some for some odd reason, they don't like each other. But we're gonna take a quick session break. We'll be right back. We're going to come back and talk some more college football. We're going to come back and talk some more. Talk some more high school. We'll talk some more football. Y'all stay tuned.
DesertStormRadio.com, your global DJ network, brought to you by the world-famous DJ Clue. Clue. All right, what's up? You got on? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Trash Monster Crew. My name is Jermaine. Joined in the studio with my boys from Guap. Guap, what's going on? Yeah, what up, what up, man? Everything went great, man. Hey, man, shout out to you, Jermaine, man. Hey, y'all going hard in the paint, man. Shout out to Live by Terry Network, man. Shout out to uh, Winnie Bennett. Shout out to Cartier. Hey, shout out to the whole team, man. You know what I'm saying? I love what y'all doing for y'all. I do it the best. Oh, yeah, man. man. What you got going on today, man? Man, brother, been sitting back. uh, Checking this to the radio, man. I've been tuning in. I'm at work right now. But I ain't doing that no no major work so I can sit back and relax. Been enjoying the whole show, man. I hear you. I hear you. Enjoying the college football and the Peach Bowl and Boise State. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I'm saying. I really talking oh, yeah. about that uh, Alabama game, though. You know what I'm saying? You know, Alabama. Oh, yeah, man. We got, we got all this week to talk about it, bro. We got all this week yeah. to talk about it. Hey, I'm just saying. Bro, we just going to talk about Alabama. it, man. Alabama. We're going to be in, in it, you know, Alabama overrated. We play hardball. We get new people in every year. We get new New true freshmen in. We get new running back. We get new safety. New defensive line. We ain't the same people. They ain't playing the same people. So you know we're different people. These are just a great. It's just great athletic students. You know what I'm saying? Student athletes. Smart. Make the right block. The right. You know what I'm saying? Where they make the make good grades. They make the right. They do. They doing it to the best of their ability. I agree with that. I can agree with that. And it's kind of fundamental. You just gotta, you gotta believe in your part, the person beside you. You gotta believe in yourself as well as the person beside you. That hole gonna be there. That block gonna be there. That interception gonna be there. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So what you think I about know, these bowl games today, man? We got six of them, man. None of them include SEC schools, but some of them, you know, pretty intriguing, man. Oh, yeah, no, I, like you were saying about Troy University. Hey, they got top players. They got people that ain't being looked at, you know. There's a lot of people that, they, that, that got talent that us that's not being broadcast. It's not being on the media like it should be on the media. But, see, you put them right there where they need to be at on the media. You never know who's missing it uh, and who, who who got their phone on speakerphone where well, everybody can tune in and listen. You know, well, I, I sit back and I can put my phone on speakerphone and let everybody hear the radio station. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good look, man. We, good look. Good look. And, and we sit back there listening to the radio station. Why? We know what's going on. We're talking about what y'all talking about at the same time. I really, I really. I oh, really yeah. Did that. And, but, and then there's now some other schools like Tuskegee University and, you know, with, with they past years and. And more years to come, I mean, I was back to the corner action, going out, going to the university, full pay, academic scholarship, and I mean, he's just a smart, bright guy. That very, very talented, yeah. as, as as well in the classroom. And we it's too bad about, about yep. It's too bad about Tuskegee this year, man. They didn't make the, they didn't make the playoffs this year in Division Two, but they had a good year this year. They went six and five this year, so 
Man, this, this, next year, I hope. But this is another level of football. You know, it's not high school. It's, it's a big level of football. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, but uh, but uh, uh, I see the tunes that you've been playing been pretty good. I love loving the music too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, man! You gotta, uh, you gotta, you gotta loosen it up, man, and just say what you feel, dude. Right, right. Oh, I, and by the way, uh, I've been thinking about a song that I've been hearing. It's been, it's been like two years since it came out. I just wanted to mention it to you. You know, uh, it was a guy from West Point. His name's Bruh, and he got got a song called In Stock. And I mean, he got another song called Alone. But he's from West Point, Georgia. You can find him on YouTube. His name is Bruh. And, uh, you got Bruh, shout out to Bruh. Welcome back home, Bubba. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, he actually here with me at work today, and I was like, man, I'm going to call you this. I'm going to let him, let, him, let him stop for a second. You know what I mean? So Bruh, West Point like. is in my soul. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I got him right here. Let me get them, them on speaker right quick. Instead of coming side. And so, you know what I'm saying? I was just dedicating that this time right here to uh, go and check them out. Check out that song alone. And also, check out the. Uh, yeah, I also, man, check out his check out his other Facebook page, man. Keep stacking entertainment. Um. Uh, this dude got this dude got got it going on, man. Talk to him, bro. What's up? What's up, homie? What it do, folks? Good to see you. Good to hear you on the radio, man. Good to hit, good to see you back home, man, and all uh, everything, man. Keep stacking entertainment. Already. So uh, tell me what's going on. Tell me what's going on with you, man. You back in the studio yet? No, not yet, man. Just enjoying being free right now, man. Trying to fill everything else back out. There ain't nothing wrong with that, man. There ain't nothing wrong with that. What's going on with y'all? Man, we just we just talking football, man. Chopping it up, man. You know how we do, man. But tell me, man, where can we find you on social media, man? Man, you know what? I actually ain't even got all that together yet, man, but I'm going to put it out there later. All right, all right. I really yeah, didn't do the social media with... thing while I was locked up. Yeah. Yeah, man, but keep up, keep in touch with me, man. Y'all keep in contact with me. And, uh... We gonna hook up again, man. I'm gonna inter- we gonna we gonna have to get an interview together one one of these days, man. So I mean, you can chop up and talk about talk about your music and uh and catch up. All right, then we're going on, man. We're gonna we gonna stay linked. All right, man. All right, All right Guap. Y'all check out y'all yeah. check out Guap on, on all his social media, man. Hey, uh, tell me where all your social media is, bro. Oh yeah, uh, you can go on YouTube, uh, from the Guap Entertainment, uh, Guap E N T all cap, G W O P E N T, 
and then you'll see Maniac Chad pop up, Volume One. Or you gonna spend really with a lot by Trent Network. You'll see uh the rise to greatness on Spin Rilla. Download that. Get that. Get that. It's popping. This is the highest thing I got right now. It's ALGA for life, man. Yeah, I know what's up. Oh, you also, yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate you. And also yeah. on YouTube, you know, uh, exclusive. Well, you know, exclusive. That's for greatness the label. Uh, also, it's cleaner tracks, cleaner tracks, thirsty tracks. Videos, uh, Langdale Day, all that. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. We're going to take a quick station break. We'll be right back. We're going to play some guap music, and we're also going to play this, this this new song from Thursday night, man, from my man, my man, Gotti Morano, called Plug. Y'all check it out. All right. I'm Give me a plug, I had to bust me a jug Packing the stick, got the 40 with the dick Can't be fucking with my flips, ay, ay I had to go get the money, I had to go get the bag I had to go get the stick, I had to hit me a lick I had to give me a plug, I had to bust me a jug Packing the stick, got the 40 with the dick Can't be fucking with my flips, ay, ay I had to go get the money, I had to go get the bag I had to go get the stick, I had to hit me a lick I had to make me a jug, I had to make some shake Got the pack from out of state, I used to scale and celebrate Keep a 40 by the way, I was from dollars, I came to the A You knocking them money to stay out the way My amigos got the work from dad to the A If you need that shit, call Pablo Jose Hey, hey, I get that shit for the low PZ just running a boat, tell him I need me 10 more I'ma make it disappear, I'm a trapping engineer I know the trapper of the year That nigga gave me a front, told me come back in the month I done came back in a week, trap is booming at a peak Trap is booming at the peak, then one of my runners I'll call by police, I was on my T.I., you don't know me Better had to catch a hand by next week The bitch ended up selling on the whole team Including me, Pablo, Jose, and OG Sometimes the closest to you be the police Baby, stitching for a fucking release I had to get me a plug, I had to bust me a jug Packing the stick, got the 40 with the dick Can't be fucking with my flips, ay, ay. I had to go get the money, I had to go get the bag I had to go get the stick, I had to hit me a lick I had to get me a plug, I had to bust me a jug Packing the stick, got the 40 with the dick Can't be fucking with my flips, ay, ay. I had to go get the money, I had to go get the bag I had to go get the stick, I had to hit me a lick Came to club with a hammer, ride around with a scammer. I don't fuck with no jerks. Who's it on me like Vert? Cash money like Birdman. Play a lot like Lil Wayne. I don't fuck with none of these niggas. All of you niggas the same, so fuck all them haters. I'ma get paper, I don't want favors. I'll let you later. I'm in the bank with a motherfucking check. Money never bought no respect. I ride around in a new Corvette. These niggas riding in the Uber. I'm at a stoplight with a shooter. I'm all up in niggas with bands on. Hold this bitch trying to put hands on. I caught me a flight with some grams on. I don't be fucking with regular. All of my bitches be bad. You be in cap. I'm with that laugh. Crap niggas be fucking with crap. I fuck with bosses. We can skrill Our whole section be nothing but killer. I had to get me a plug. I had to bust me a jug. Packing the stick. Got the 40 with dick. Can't be fucking with my flips. I had to go get the money. I had to go get the bag. I had to go get the stick. I had to hit me a lick. I had to get me a plug, I had to bust me a jug Packing the stick, got the 40 with the dick Can't be fucking with my flips, ay, ay. I had to go get the money, I had to go get the bag I had to go get the stick, I had to hit me a lick
signals Wherever you take it, girl, I'ma roll with ya Said lately been dissing all on my own business But girl, believe me, I swear I'm done with these old, you know Well, damn, but maybe not For life, cause then again, there's gotta be a reason I get jealous when you mention friends Well, picture perfect, baby, let's pretend That this is now and now it's really then Now when again I go Searching for you So can't you see the fire Robin steady burning for you To make it clear that I got More than a yearning for you I'm just hoping you see me As someone that's perfect for you Say am I worth it for you And when I find you I'll be the first to remind you That what we live in is timeless And by the time we were rhyming I swear Start to see that it's one hell of a life And we finished on it off With one hell of a You're the one I can't seem to find But look up, you can see me now among the sky On the horizon, it's searching for you among the highs You got me feeling like I'm always running out of time Or maybe out my mind, playing my part again If life again, will you shuffling up my cards again Reading your signs, so I'm finna follow my heart again Rolling through traffic like I've been passing the cars you in You got me looking back It's like you're moving away and back of my I'm staying focused and trying to send you my So for the future, what's my chance of being? And I can promise you only getting the best of mine You got what's worthy, you really putting the rest aside The inner beauty, the sour woman is best to find The funny thing is that girl, you something I'm best to find Tailgate crew, my name is Jermaine. The main event is in the building. Shout out to the Guap Entertainment. Check them out on their on all their social media. My man, bruh, glad you back home. Check him out on his on his on his um YouTube page uh from West Point, Georgia. Dude's got some great stuff on there. Glad to see him home. Glad to see him free. Uh, also, man, shout out to my man Connor Cassidy. Um. Shout out to the shout out to the to the Live by Tans family as a whole, man. And like I said, very excited just to, just to be talking college football, be talking football with you. Period. You know, uh, we got some got some developments in terms of recruiting. <laughs> Matt Corral once again has has uh, decommitted from Florida, where he was going to be a January rollie. Now he'll be going to Ole Miss. Um, 
which I, I think is a better move for him, playing for Matt Luke and Phil Longo in that system up there in Oxford. I think he I think he'd be a great fit for that. Strong arm, big arm kid. Uh, especially with the loss of Shea Patterson to Michigan, who could possibly play immediately. And then um, also another development, another developing story out of Miami involving Jaron Williams of Central Gannett. Um, Once again, he's committed to Kentucky. He's decommitted. Recommitted, decommitted, recommitted, decommitted once again to Kentucky. Now he's going to, now he's committed to Miami to play for Mark Rick. Very, very interesting, very interesting decision there. Jaron Williams has so much potential. And his Central Gwinnett team, um, didn't make the playoffs this year. They went six and four. Uh, constantly lost last game of the season, uh, preventing them from making the playoffs. But they also played in a very ultra competitive Region Seven Seven A. So, um, with the likes of Parkview, Brookwood, Norcross, and and uh, and Meadow Creek. Um, yeah, and I said Meadow Creek. I can't believe I said Meadow Creek and, and didn't even blink. But, yeah, Meadow Creek had a great year this year. They were also featured on the NFL Network um, as well. So, shout-out to the Meadow Creek Mustangs and uh, also to the Central, Central Gwinnett uh, Knights. And um, good luck to Jaron Williams. Um, him going to Miami is, is a big coup. Um I think that it would it would I don't think he I don't think it would behoove him to go anywhere else. I think he's actually I think it's actually the right move for him to be honest with you. Uh, Justin Fields is he is he on the verge of flipping? Uh, a lot of people think that he is. A lot of people think that he's gonna go talk to Florida and A and M. Um, which is which is pretty much pretty much a possibility now. Uh with Jake Fromm there, Jacob uh Jake Fromm there, Jacob Eason at Georgia. You know, they're gonna be battling out next year for for that for that spot. Um Justin Fields number one number one player in the ESPN three hundred. Could he be flipping to Florida to Florida State to Florida, Florida State at A and M? Um, I can see that. Um, Emory Jones, another guy who's who's committed to committed to to um Ohio State on his way to Ohio State, more than likely he was on campus at Tuscaloosa multiple times. Um, but there's a lot there's a lot of commitment there. Joshua Moore, a kid from Yoakum, Texas, who I've seen play a couple times this year. <laughs> and he's committed to Nebraska. Not sure if he's going to keep that commitment now that Scott Frost is there. I hope he does keep that commitment now that Scott Frost is there. Um, 
we got some other players that could that could possibly play there as well. And possibly move there as well. Jordan Moore, his brother, is committed to A and M. So, you know, his twin Jordan is committed to A and M. So this could this could this could be something to look out for in the next couple of weeks. Jordan, who is a who is a really good, um, really good guy. I'm really really thinking that he's gonna he's gonna stay with his with his commitments in Nebraska. I'm not. I mean, I don't want to. I want to go too far into it, but you know, his brother Jordan um, committed to A and M. And it probably has a play, but I don't think he'll go to A and M. I mean, unless they land a guy like Justin Fields. Now, if he land, they land a guy like Justin Fields uh, to go along with Kellen Mond there, uh, I can see that happening. But uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. But the guy that everybody is talking about, Keandre uh, Coburn. Another guy from Texas, Westfield guy, um, Houston Westfield. He's uh, committed to Texas. Has some has some ties to Texas. Has some ties to A and M. But I think he's going to stick with his commitment as well. There's a lot of guys that, that that could probably flip. I think that he. I think he's one of those guys that's probably going to stay firm with his commitment. Otis Reese, a guy who a guy from Leesburg, Georgia, outside linebacker. Um, ESPN 300 guy committed to Michigan. He's committed to Michigan. He's been committed to Michigan since the summer. Uh, now that you know a lot of the momentum with Kirby Smart, he's keeping a lot of in-state kids in state. There's a lot of there's a lot of talk that he may flip from Michigan to Georgia. I think that he's going to stay in state. I think he's going to stay in state. I think he's going to go to Georgia. And the reason why I think he's going to go to Georgia is because he fits the Georgia mold in terms of the outside linebacker, strong safety type type build. This is a guy who can drop back in the coverage. He can also rush off the edge. He can also put his hand down and – he also put his hand down and get in three point stance and go and go to work for you as well. This is a guy, he's very versatile. He's very versatile. He he will work very well in the cover two scheme that Georgia runs um with Kirby Smart. I I just I, I really think that he could possibly I, I think he could possibly flip to Georgia. I think he's, I, you know, a lot of people are saying he's firm in his commitment, but there's a lot of wavering there as well. I know that he's going to go take another visit to Georgia uh, in the holiday season. I know that he, I know that he will. Uh, I've heard some, I've heard some things from 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 some of my friends in South Georgia that um, he's going to take a visit to Georgia. Um, going to take one more visit to Georgia. He's also going to take a visit to Michigan. Um, I know that he he is in constant contact with Kurt Taylor, who is a redshirt freshman at at uh, Michigan. So we're we're looking at a lot of things that could possibly happen in the next few next few weeks, next 
six weeks coming into signing day. You do have the early signing day, which is Wednesday. So you got a lot of kids who could possibly who who will possibly yeah you know I just I just think that for me Justin Fields. Justin Fields will will stay with his commitment to Georgia. Even though there's gonna be some there's gonna be some there's gonna be some competition, especially from from Willie Taggart, from uh Willie Taggart, from um Demo and also from uh, and also from um Jimbo Fisher you know, coming in at A and M. Um, Jimbo Fisher's probably biting off more than he can chew at A&M, to be honest with you. And I'm, I'm going to say this why. And, and I'm going to give you reasons why. One, this is a good A&M team, but they've been running the spread for a while. And with, with Jimbo Fisher, he runs a very complex pro-style Offense with spread principles. Um, there's a, there's some shotgun in. There's a lot of shotgun. There's also a lot of a lot of quarterback center exchanges where the quarterbacks on the center. So it's very 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 important that a guy like Justin Fields understands that him being a dual threat quarterback in a pro style system is gonna be pretty hard. And he can make it his own because he is a pocket passer who can really throw the ball. So he fits into he fits into the A and M scheme. He'll fit into the Florida scheme with under Don, under Dan Mullen. He'll fit into the Taggart scheme. The Taggart scheme is more of a the Taggart scheme is is is, a, is more or less like. Jimbo scheme, where it's where it's got pro style, got pro style principles, but it's got but he's got a lot of spread principles in it. You know, it's a pro style spread. I, I guess that's the way to put it. It's almost it's similar to Ben McAdoo's offense, where it's no huddle, it's it's fast paced, it's it's pro style uh, in a sense. But I think he fits into those. Into those, but I think the the best fit for him is Jim Chaney's offense because Jim Chaney's offense gives you a chance to get out, give you a lot of movement in the pocket, give you a lot of movement moving pockets, um, also in the pocket, and you have that and you have that that security blanket at running back, so. With Justin Fields, I think if he wanted to play early, he would go to places like A&M or Florida, which I think, which I think he kind of that kind of is gonna like mold his mold his thought process. And I know that he's gonna be on campus. I know they're trying to get him on campus at at Gainesville or College Station. Um, 
I just I just think that you know with Jake from Jacob Beeson, I think you got two guys at Georgia who are one A and one B. To be honest with you, I mean just just to be just to be for real with you about that, I think that both of those both of those guys can play ball, can play and play well. Um, I think it, it, it sucked that that Jacob that Jacob Beeson got hurt. Jake Fromm took 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 the bull by the horns and um and won twelve games for you. So goes goes twelve and one goes eleven and one, you know, as a starter. So um you know, so these these guys they're, they're not too far apart, you know, Jake Fromm, Jacob Eason and uh Justin Fields, they're not that far apart, you know, in terms of skill sets. I think Justin Fields probably gives you more of a running of a running threat than the other two do, but don't get me wrong. I mean, deceptively fast is Jacob Eason. Deceptively fast is Jake Fromm. So that tells you a lot. But getting back to the bowl games, um, like I said, there's a lot of, a lot of flipping, a lot of there's a lot of possible flipping that could go on. There's a lot of there's a lot of, you know, just really, really clear clear things to to talk about, you know, to be honest with you. But let's just uh let's let's jump into the bowl let's jump back into the bowls today. Um I, I really No, and there's another kid that we haven't talked about. You know, Keem Makuda, um, West Point, Georgia, True High School, my high school. Um, he he's made his early verbal to Alabama, um, number five outside linebacker in the 2019 uh, class. Um, he's in that he's in that uh, ESPN 300 as well in the ESPN 300 for 2019. Um, not sure what number he is, but um, I'm just I, I'm excited to see him play. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see him for a senior season. Um, seeing this kid grow up, uh, and seeing him grow up and be the player, be the young man that he is today. You know, his birthday was yesterday. Happy 17th birthday, um, T. King. Um. Growing up with his father, knowing his mother the way I do, these are these are great guys and uh, these are great people. He he comes from a great stock, comes from a great family. Um, he got his head on his shoulders and he made the right decision for him. Um, so for me to for me to you know to be mad about that, I'm not. I'm 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 thrilled to death for him. Um, I hope he does good in the senior year. I hope he can stay healthy in senior year. And uh, hopefully we can see him on the field in the next two years for Alabama. So, um, but getting back into the bowl season, man, I like Boise State. Like I said, I like Boise State over Oregon. Um, and uh, the New Mexico Bowl, for that 430 on ESPN. <laughs> Excuse me. I love. I like this game for some ungodly reason. I love this game 
I love the matchup. Marshall, Colorado State, for me, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people are going to think I'm crazy because I'm saying this, but the New Mexico Bowl has a little bit of a, a, of a Georgia feel to it. Um, with Mike Bobo um, being the head coach at Colorado State, he's recruiting Georgia really well. He's recruiting Georgia very well, to be honest with you. Um, I, I really like I really like like Marshall. Um, I think Marshall with their coach, with their coaching staff, man, and and the, the the things that they do, the things that they do at at Marshall. I mean, I, I love Marshall, but they can't run the ball whatsoever. They can't. They they can't run the ball whatsoever. Uh, Chase Litton is is a good good coach, a good 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 passer um, of the ball, good quarterback. He's thrown for almost three thousand yards, twenty three touchdowns, but he's also thrown nine interceptions, which is kind of high for him. You don't see him throw that many interceptions, especially that, especially you know under that kind of. Especially, you know, with the with the type of offensive line that they have, you know, they they've got a great offensive line this year. They they just they just can't run the ball. <laughs> they can't run the ball. Um, you know, Marshall can't run the ball. Colorado State can't can't stop the run. So it is it's scary. <laughs> it's scary to me. Um, but you look at you look at Nick Stevens and and what he brings to the table. You know, he's starting off. You know, um, as a um, college transfer as well. You know, with, with Dalen Hawkins in the backfield with him, and then also Michael Gallup, who is who is a consensus All American and was a Belichick Award winner. I really, I really think that if you look at that this offense, Stevens, Dawkins, and Gallup, they are that good. They're they're that good, and it's gonna be sad to see see them go. But I'm 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 really excited to see this game, though. I don't know what it is about this game that I like other than Mike Bobo being the head coach of Colorado State and then you get to see a guy like Michael Gallup who who will be a first who will be a possible first round draft pick, possible second round draft pick. I mean it, it's it's um I mean, he, he he's up there right now. A lot of people will say, you know, hey, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, he ain't, he ain't the guy, but I just think that this guy is, is Michael Gallup is that good, Nick Stevens is that good. 
I'm really, I'm really interested to see what. I'm really, I'm really interested to see what. The, what Colorado State can do against Marshall's pass defense. Because Marshall don't give up much in the air. They give up about two, 200 yards a game in the air. They've only given up 16 touchdowns through the air. And and they, and they, you know, they give up, they give up close to, close to 340, close to 350, uh, close to 340, you know, in total offense, this this is a good good team. This is a good defensive team. They rank 19th nationally against the run. That will be tested with Dawkins, who's average, who's eclipsed 100 yards in seven of the 12 games, and he's had yards per carry double digits in two of those games against Nevada, where he had 11.2, and against uh, Air Force, where he had 10.8. This is a guy that got big game ability. They got big playability in the run, but Marshall's rush defense, like I said again, they only give up 125 yards on the ground. That's top 20 nationally, and they also give up 200, 200 something yards in the air, which is middle of the pack nationally, which is like top 50 nationally. So you're looking at a pretty good defense. You're looking at a pretty dang good offense for both teams. I give the I give the edge to special teams to to Colorado State. Where does that lead me to tell you who I think will win? It's a toss up. The offenses the, the defenses even themselves out because one can one can play the run a little bit better than the other. One can play the pass a little bit better than the other. Um the quarterbacks are pretty much even. Stevens and Litton. The only thing that you're really worried about was between those two guys is that they like to force the ball in the, into 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 places where they shouldn't force the ball at. That's that's the big thing about Colorado State and Marshall about those two teams. So if I had to be a betting man, I had to pick. A lot of people are going with Colorado State. I'm going to have to lean with the people and say Colorado State as well. But there's something about Marshall that you just like, and I think it's that tradition at quarterback that you've seen them have in the last in the last 10 years. With, I mean, you start all the way back in the mid in the mid 90s, um, where they had a, a Florida transfer. Um, come up there and win a national championship. And then after that, you had Chad Pennington, and after that, you had um, Byron Leftwich, and then um, and then you had Raheem Cato you know, a couple of years ago. This is, You've had a lot of great quarterbacks come through Marshall, and a lot of really good quarterbacks that have gone on to have good careers, whether it's in the CFL or the NFL, like a, like a Chad Pennington, like a Byron Leftwich, like a Raheem Cato who's playing at Montreal this year um, in the CFL. So you've got a lot. 
we got a lot of things here that are working for Marshall in terms of the his in terms of historical standpoints. And you got a lot of great great players in Colorado State from a historical standpoint, especially receivers. And especially in quarterbacks and receivers, you know, they've they've been hallmarks of what Colorado State and Marshall have have um, have built over the years. So um I'm gonna I I, I wanna I mean it's a toss up for me. A lot of people are going to Colorado State. I'm kind of leaning toward Colorado State, so I guess I'm going to lean toward. I guess I'm going to go with Colorado State in this game, simply because this is a game that's going to be a lot of fun. It's got the potential to be high scoring. Got the potential to be to be also a low scoring game if the defenses show up, especially Colorado State's defense. If they find ways to stop the run and get and get costly turn and get turnovers in this game and not give up the big runs and Marshall not give up the big runs. This could be a very close game. This could be a very low scoring game at times as well. So this leads us to the last game of the of the, of the night. Montgomery, Alabama, Middle Tennessee, Arkansas State. Middle Tennessee, the way that they've played this year, they've been up and down and up and down. Middle Tennessee, for me, is one of those teams. When they get on track, they they can they can stay on track and they can kick. They can, I mean, they can really <laughs> make things very, very, very difficult for people. I think another I think another thing with 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 Middle Tennessee, they've got they've got two good receivers. They've got a great running back. The quarterback stock still went down early went down early in the season with the injury. He came back. Hasn't been the same hasn't been the same kid that we've seen in the last couple of years. Um he's a senior. He wants to go out a winner. Arkansas State, very high octane offense. Very good defense. They're really good against the run. They don't give up much in the passing game as as well. This is a real. This is this is a, this is one of those games. Again, like the Marshall Colorado State game, that's very intriguing early in the bowl season, simply because of what both teams bring to the table. Middle Tennessee, they can't stop the run. They uh, traditionally they've never been able to stop the run. They got a great set. They got a good secondary. Not great. But they can they can give you things they can give you things on the offensive side that Arkansas State can't give you. Arkansas State they like to run the ball they like to throw the ball they're very pass happy they like to get in four and five wide and then you also see them get it you know from a spread perspective they do like to get they do like to get into the into the twenty one personnel which is two tight ends one back. They'll get in the twelve personnel, which is one tight end, two backs, or they'll get into the, or they'll get into, the, you know, they'll get into the eleven personnel, one tight end, one, you know, I formation, one tight end. So you'll see them, you'll see them have a lot of pro style principles in their spread, um, but you also see a lot of spread principles. You won't see, you won't see Arkansas State go into, go into, um, go under center. As often as you will see Middle Tennessee, 
But what you're gonna see, you're gonna see a similarity in the way that they they call plays, but they do it from a different from a different perspective. So, with that being said, defensively, you gotta look, you gotta look, you gotta stop looking at the eye candy in the back in the back of the in the, in the backfield. They do like to run a lot of misdirections. Like to, they like to play with the ball a little bit, but it's not really playing with the ball as much as it is just the motions that that the that they give you in a pre-snap read or in or in the pre-snap or after the ball is snap. You know, you never know who's going to get the ball. They do run a lot of RPOs with uh, Arkansas State. They also run some RPO type type deals with Middle Tennessee. So that that evens itself out. But defensively, you've got edge rushers on both sides of the ball that can absolutely get the quarterback. You got one that you got one you got one that has eight and a half sacks this year, and you got another that has over ten sacks this year uh, for Arkansas State. So you look at look at this game from a from a standpoint of defense. This is a game. This is a game that that, that you want to watch. If you're a defensive guy, offensively, it has a chance to be explosive, but sometimes it can be a dud because both quarterbacks are susceptible to making that mistake. One's a younger quarterback, the other's a veteran quarterback who's still susceptible to mistakes. So, with that being said, who do I think will win this game? I think Arkansas State will win this game. Arkansas State has Arkansas State is really good in terms of making things happen when they shouldn't happen. Another thing with Arkansas State is they've got a better defense that can stop the run, and they're also really good. They're also really good in pass defense as well. Um, They didn't look so hot against Troy a couple weeks ago, but that's, that's because Troy... Don't Troy makes a lot of teams look pretty bad, you know, and Troy makes a lot of teams look pretty bad. So uh, at times, so I mean, you gotta, you gotta like, you know, yeah, give give it a little even there, but I think Arkansas State will win this game. Simply because they've got they're deeper they're deeper on the defensive side of the ball than Middle Tennessee is. Injuries have hurt Middle Tennessee more so than they have helped. I think when you look at other parts of the game as well, this is these are two these are two teams that are on the rise. Middle is middle is right there on the cusp of being just a great team in Conference USA. Arkansas State, they're a mainstay at the top of at the top of the standings in the Sun Belt. This is a game here. Sun Belt versus CUSA. We're gonna see who's the better conference, top to bottom. We will definitely see this top to bottom. Who's going to be the better conference this year? Because there's a there's a couple of head-to-head matchups between the Sun Belt and the CUSA, also the Sun Belt and uh, the MAC. So 
you know, and there's also rumors that the Sun Belt, that the Mac and the Sun Belt, that some of the Sun Belt teams may be going to the Mac, you know, to make the Mac a 14 team league again. So there's some, there's some, there's some back and forth with that. Also, a lot of, a lot of changes uh, may be about to happen, um, especially in the Big 12. Will there be expansion next year? It's gonna be. There's some talk of um, of the commission of the um, the presidents getting together at the Big 12 meetings in the summer before media day to um, actually vote on expansion again next next year. Um, so I mean, there, there's so much going on in terms of that. I like Arkansas State. I think Arkansas State will win this game. A lot of people are are giving Middle a little bit of a chance. Like I said, I don't think Middle has the depth on the defensive side of the ball that Arkansas State does. I don't think Arkansas State – I don't think Middle has the depth. Um, I don't think Middle has has the, the capacity to play from behind as well. So there's a lot of – there's a lot, like I said, there's a lot of ebbs and flows to this game that that have to be looked at. And in order for Middle Tennessee to win this game, they've got to force turnovers, and they don't force many turnovers. So that that's where that's where a lot of things are going to happen. I mean, I, I like I said, I like Arkansas State uh, in this matchup. I really do. You know, in um, you know Tuesday's bowl game, Akron, Florida Atlantic. I mean, what can you say about Lane Kiffin and the job he's done at Florida Atlantic? Ten and three, Sun Belt Championship. I'm sorry, CUSA Championship. I mean, you can't say anything more about Florida Atlantic than what you've already said about them. Akron, you know, Akron making it to the um, to the MAC championship game and playing as well as well as they've been playing under the light under um, Terry Bowden. I'm very excited to see this matchup. Um, the last go around for for guys like like John Franklin III um, to get his name out there, possibly get possibly get himself into the combine either as a quarterback or as a um, or as a receiver. Um, also, Akron's got a pretty good quarterback. He's a, he's a freshman. Um, got some receivers there as well. He's got a really good running back who's very diminutive. Um, and he's about 5'8", 190. You know, there's a good quarterback, a good running back there. Uh, Akron's playing a true freshman quarterback as well. So, I mean, Akron's really good. You know, they finished they finished seven and five this year. Um under Terry Bowden. Terry Bowden is taking them to bowl games and back to back seasons for the first time in a long time. Um and um so I like I said, I'm really excited just to just to just to see a lot of these bowl games. Especially the early bowl games because those are those are the bowl games that you know, not a lot of people talk about, not a lot of people, you know, want to hear about. 
because they're not ACC schools and ACC schools aren't in, aren't involved as of yet. Uh, Big 12 schools aren't involved yet. Now, in, none of the teams from the Power Five are, are, are in are in yet, except for Boise, except for Oregon. Um, and and that that's a shame because you know these games these games are really good games, really good games. And um, I'll be talking more about some of these games next week, especially the Birmingham Bowl, South Florida, Texas Tech. Which is going to be an absolute barn burner. Um, the Armed Forces Bowl, Army and San Diego State, that's going to be a really good game. Uh, the Dollar General Bowl, Toledo on App, that's going to be a really, really good game. Christmas Eve game, Houston and Fresno State, again. A lot of these games <laughs> that are happening, that are happening around the Christmas, around Christmas, is going to be some among some of the best that are not. That are not, you know, the New Year's Six or or anything like that, or or the playoff game. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk more about more about them um, in the next coming weeks. Also, man, just just really excited. Um, we're gonna take a quick station break. We'll be right back. We're gonna. Uh, we're going to wrap up, so y'all stay tuned.
bring state championships, three state championships for that for that high school. Next year they move into next year they move down the classification from two A to one A, um, and they don't lose many many kids from from that from this team this year. So if you don't if you if you were gonna pick them off, you should have picked them off last year when they were young, um, which Fife did last year and won the state championship. So. Um, just like I said, I'm just very excited for for those guys um, over there in Lynette, Alabama. Again, special shout out to those guys. Uh, also, I want to give a special thanks to to Guap Entertainment for for calling in and and, and joining the show for a little while and uh, giving their insights on on some on some football. Also, man, uh, go check them out, man. Uh, go check them out. Shout out to my man Marquise Wineglass. Uh, he's doing big things over there in, in in Columbus, Georgia. Shout out to the to the homie B three, Ray Baker, boss lady Monica Brewer. What's going on? Uh, also also a special shout out to CC Vance, um, as well. Um, shout out to um to everyone that's involved with the Live by Chance Network, Casey Cordier. Dadman, Wendy, T-Rex, um, all the family, friends, Horatius Jennings, uh, my homie, Stephanie. Y'all know who y'all are. Y'all know who y'all be. Also, a special shout-out to my sister. Um, today's her birthday, so shout-out shout out to you. Uh, I love you. I'll talk to you in a little while. Um, we're going to chop it up a little bit. Uh, also, also, man, if you do anything this 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 coming holiday season, please be safe. Please be careful in your travels, in every endeavor that you do. Uh, don't text and drive. Don't drink and drive. Be safe. Um, I know there's some crazies out there, and you know, ain't no hope with no DUIs. Also, man. We just need we just need to uh keep loving one another, man. That's the only way we're gonna get get through and get by. Uh like I said next week we'll be talking next week we'll be talking more bowl games. Uh, talking more bowl games, talking more talking more recruiting. Hopefully we'll have Scott hopefully we'll have uh hopefully I'll have a couple guys on next week. Uh Chad Simmons, I'm 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 in the process of talking to him about coming on, talking some recruiting. Also, um, hopefully, have Scott Smith on, talk some of his recruiting, talk uh, talk with him about some of his recruits that he's helping out. So, uh, with that being said, man, everybody have a great weekend. Everybody be safe. Um, two days before Christmas, I'll be back on. We're gonna be talking about we're talking about a lot of things, man. So, as I always say, man. <laughs> Let's go tailgating. Everybody be safe. Everybody stay warm if you're in cold climates. And uh yo, my man Connor Cassidy always says, We all got dreams. Y'all check this one out with him and Osman Benjamin. Yeah, I feel you're someone that's not only concerned with what's happening right now. 
legacy that you're looking to leave behind? That I changed the world and I have fun doing it. I keep it rolling because we all got dreams. I keep it rolling because we all got dreams. Hey, I keep it rolling because we all got dreams. I keep it rolling because we all got dreams. Right? I keep it rolling because we all got dreams. I keep it rolling because we all got dreams. Yeah, I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams I keep it rolling cause we all got yeah. The way I see it, it's only me and my team Motivated by pictures of places I've never been It's gonna leave the city and searching some better things My fam and a couple dollars, that's all that's left in my jeans Ain't accepted by nothing, we gunning by any means Wide awake on the surface inside, I'm living this dream Of going city to city with stories of what I've seen Lost in the translation, the mind of a human being I'm riding on life's pavement and trying to find what it means Fighting for something stronger than bottles of Jimmy Bean Study the moves of legends from Bob Marley to Queens, but drawing my inspiration from race against the machine. Sawn as a motivation and fueling my self-esteem. Could have been stationary instead on stations I scheme. Brought myself on a road to becoming something I've seen. It's just the sound of a gentleman getting after his dreams. Run it. <laughs> uh, Run it. Booth right now. Yeah. Run it. See, you're gonna have to turn that loud down. <laughs> uh, uh. What? Gentleman getting after his dreams running. Goddamn. Say nothing. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Hey, I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Boy, I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Yeah, I keep it rolling cause we all got. I keep it rolling cause we all got. Let's take it back to 09. Walking for Arizona's cause none of us have rides Simple minded some stoners, we got nothing but time Now don't it sound bad? I'm talking back when Cuddy was the soundtrack Pursue the happiness playing, just let it breathe I'm kicking back with my people, I swear it's all that I need Ellis vibe on a planet of simply being at ease Started searching for freedom and ended up in the trees I tell you there's nothing hardly that's replicating in a field Party until the AM with rhythm turning the wheels The trials of adolescence, they hella sacred for real From the way that I'm feeling, it's like I'm living, I'm still We born to carry the mission, carrying our tradition Introducing what's missing and young minds that are lifted I throw myself on the road to live it by higher means This just the sound of me getting after my dreams Run it Keep it rolling cause we all got dreams Keep it rolling cause we all got dreams I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams Keep it rolling cause we all got dreams I'ma use these two hands to create my dreams And be in the field with the people I'm out of Caesar Delegate through my actions Let my life do the preaching You gotta mold the clay before you be Ali Cash is the root of the evil around me I'm me what I'm speaking Call the truth and you call it deep Reach your mind with the power Moses used to open the sea, nigga See, nigga Understand, there's a God who's sitting above you Making a note of everything 
every time you struggle, but never forget that ending is nothing without the plot leading up to it. He brought you to it, he gon' lead you through it, know that it's real. And my faith is a trophy, I have to prove it. See, I was born a king who just grew accustomed to losing, but I learned the only way to stand out is to be outstanding. So, demand your greatness, despite of what the demand is. Dream, dream. 